Boy, oh boy. Boy, oh boy. It's I was really looking forward to tonight. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. It's my mom's birthday. I had a good time spending some time with my mom. Did watch a little bit of the Flyers and Six uh, simultaneously. Um and I come home and turn on the third period. Flyers look absolutely terrible. And I, honestly, at this point, I'm I'm I lost hope. I lost hope on in this team that they can actually make the playoffs and actually make some some type of noise here in the Eastern Conference. It, it, it's it's bad. It is absolutely bad. And and the thing is, we lost to a good team, the Rangers. I actually called this. I thought they would finish second in the in the Metropolitan this year. I like the young pieces that they have in there. I think Gerard Gallant is a really good coach. But tonight, we beat ourselves up yet again. That just flat out. Uh, Igor Shostakin, nothing. I want to take absolutely nothing away from that dude. That dude absolutely balled out here tonight. But when you got a team who right now is absolutely lost, the Rangers took full advantage again. It wasn't as bad as last year. That's what kind of sucks as well. You would expect that the Flyers would come out with some sort of fight, some sort of energy. You, they killed us last year. It wasn't once. It wasn't twice. It wasn't three times. It was embarrassing. And you would hope that going into this game, the first matchup between the Rangers and the Flyers, you would have some sort of fire, some sort of fight. But we got the same bullshit that we got for the last six games. And now your Philadelphia Flyers have lost seven straight after a 4-1 to loss here tonight. What are we doing? Not, not, not the quote Taylor, Taylor told me, but what are we doing here? What are we doing? I'm going to get to the press conference here today. We're obviously going to dive into today's game. First off, everyone, let's, let's just let's take a deep breath real quick because I, I'm livid right now with the way the Flyers are playing. It's absolutely embarrassing, but we got it. We got to get we have to the, you know, guys, take, take a drink, take a drink. Good stuff. Good cold water. Before we move forward, ladies and gentlemen, and freak out some more, do me a solid, guys. If you are a Philly sports fan, consider joining the family by subscribing to the channel. We talk Philly sports all the damn time, so make sure you are tuned in all the damn time. And do me a solid. Hit that like button as well so we can move this out to the algorithm. And other Philly sports fans can find this crazy crap as well. So definitely, definitely do me that solid as well. But let's get to this. Right off the bat, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I did not feel good about this game. I, I just felt like the Rangers had the energy going into the night. And it, it, it from the from the first puck drop, you truly felt it within the building. And Madison Square Garden, it's it's fucking packed to the titties, and you got blue everywhere. Rangers fans, freaking everywhere. But the Flyers fans, there was no way in hell you're gonna have Flyers fans traveling up to Madison Square Garden for this freaking game, right? So three minutes into this bad boy, the Rangers get on a power play, moving the puck very well. And who would you know it? My my girl NH, NHL. Yaka, uh, Jacob Truba off the power play right from the blue line, rips it. Our forward said, uh uh, I ain't gonna block that shit. You fucking walling. And they let that thing go past all everyone, literally everyone, leaving Carter Hart in a bad predicament yet again. And of course, then get the, get the lights going. It's a one nothing lead for the New York Rangers. Not the way you want to start it off, but it is still really early in the game. Well, let's move forward six minutes later. A great puck movement by the Rangers again, going from their own uh, end, getting a pass to Panarin. Panarin from the neutral zone just freaking rips a bad boy right to Drayden Hunt. Hunt 
makes puts a puts the work on Ivan Provorov and gets it right past him. And that's that's not much you could do for Carter Hart there as as Hunt puts it right through the five hole and the Rangers go up two to nothing in this in the first period. Uh, absolutely, it was just absolutely deteriorating there. And in, in the second period, it felt like the Flyers actually did finish off the period strong. I, I thought they had some they had some fun, but of course. The the, the uh, real uh, shaker of the game was when when uh, Joe Farabee went down and it looked really freaking bad. This team has gone through its in fair share of injuries this year, it, 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 and it's not an excuse. But my God, you've lost Ryan Ellis. Luckily, Kevin Hayes was back. Everyone has forgotten about Wade Allison, forgot what he did at the end of last year. You got Derek Broussard on the injuries. You got Patrick Brown. You know, I, ironically enough. Patrick Brown got saved when, you know, we had Kevin Hayes come back the first time and Vigneault was left with a tough decision and Nicholas Ubekubel got the axe. And I'm seeing him over there showing some hustle, showing some fight with the Colorado Avalanche. And and, and then you get Joel. So we get back to it. You get Joel Farabee falling down in the first at the end of the first period. It's like this is just going to go bad, isn't it? This is absolutely going to go bad. But for us, we get into the second period. We're literally guys. I'm not kidding. We're. 34 seconds into the second freaking period. The, the the Rangers look with the tic-tac-toe passing, looking like Barcelona with Xavi and, and Andres Iniesta with this ticky-tack passing. Kaku finds Chris Kreider, who's just freaking flying down to center ice, and he gets the puck past Carter Hall. And it's three nothing lead. We're, we haven't even played 30, 40 minutes of freaking hockey. Not even 30 minutes. 21 minutes of hockey. And you're down three to nothing to a team that killed you last year. <laughs> we there's no there's literally no answers for this team. Oh, how about we move forward and we talk about the five minute major that the Flyers were awarded? A five minute power play. Five minutes, five on four hockey. Okay. You got third. You got eleven. Was eleven, thirteen shots on goal in that power play. Congratulations! You got to get the puck in the freaking net. This power play is embarrassing. The way they enter into the zone, there is a lack of freaking urgency. Where is the energy with this team? It, it's not just the power play. It, it, it resonates with every single aspect of this team. Defensively, with the Flyers, it's it's been up and down. This was definitely a game that they they want to forgive for sure. But offensively, this that was supposed to be a strength. We we're supposed to be scoring goals, and this team is not. Over the last ten games, they barely averaged one point seven goals a game. This is terrible. And before I move before I move forward to to the to the Chucky presser, which I really want to get to, Morgan Frost finally someone someone steps up and. You know, it's funny when you're talking about a team in a slump offensively the way the Flyers in. Dude, do what you got to do. Get an ugly goal in there. Morgan Frost, he gets a poker right through the five hole of, of Shirstake and finally gets us on the board. Uh, luckily, someone showed to fight Morgan Frost, and, and I'll get to the lines as, as well because I, I was really excited for his line. But you're now down 3-1. to one, Still plenty of time. Literally, you have 30 minutes. You got a little less than 30 minutes of hockey left to play. Get your get yourself two more goals. That's it. Just get yourself two more goals. And yeah, that that did not happen. That absolutely did not happen. The Rangers in the third period will put away an empty netter uh, late in the in the third period, but not much else that the Flyers can do. I did feel like the the puck movement was much better in that third. I did feel like the play of the Flyers was much better, but just not enough. Shostakin was playing out of his mind. But again, like I mentioned, we ha- are having the same issues offensively. We're 
we lack possession. We lack confidence. We, we lack our sense of urgency. Like literally every little aspect of the game we're, we're lacking. But more importantly, the confidence is not there with this team. And when you're watching them out there on the ice, you're seeing a team playing out there with pressure on their mind. It's literally all you can see it on their face, that blank stare on their face. Like, oh, fuck, we've lost six straight. We need to get a freaking win. That pressure is dwindling down on all of these players. And you can see it. They're doing way too much. They're thinking way too much as well. That's another issue with this team as well. Like, just rip the puck. Like, so many times on the power play, especially, you're just that extra pass. Like, you don't need to do it. You need to make a play. You don't need to make an extra pass. You need to make a freaking play. And it, it's it, it's just it's just a mess right now. It's it's absolutely a mess right now. And, again, like I mentioned, Shurstaken uh, was absolutely insane tonight. Uh, he he made some nice games and, and I I don't want to get to anything from Carl Hart, which we'll get to in a, in, in a second. But um, thirty three saves, all thirty four shots, and he made some tough saves. And when you're talking about a Flyers team who offensively are in a slump, sure, taking put them way down more into the ground. Absolutely wild. But I I really I feel bad for Carter. I really feel bad for Carter. He had a really good game as well. He did allow three goals. It is what it is. 24 saves, though, off of 27 shots. But there was a couple saves. Like, oh, my God, the shot Fox had, and, and Carter's just snatching that bad boy up in the air, or he's sliding to the other side. It's like very, like when he, I, he's done that a couple times this season. When he's sliding to the other side, like he, he's looking like Martin Berdor. Absolutely crazy. I just feel so bad for Carter Hart. We finally have a goaltender. We have a really good goaltender. We talked about it in the last episode after the Devils recap, how Carter Hart's numbers are so similar to Shurstaken on, on the season. Shurstaken's having a fantastic season, but the one difference is, is number one, the wins and losses, obviously, but number two, quality team is much different from what Carter has to what Shurstaken has. And this is another issue at hand as well. Uh, the power play, like I mentioned, it, it was bad. 0 for 3 tonight. You had a five-minute major that you did not capitalize. Absolutely terrible. Listen, the Flyers had a lot of, a lot of shots on goal. 34 in total. Um, but, again, not quality shots. Not shots that are scaring anyone whatsoever. And another thing I do see as well is that this Flyers team is doing way too much. Trying to do way too much fancy crap. At this point... Dude, shoot the puck from the from the point, crash the net, get the start sc scrambling around through the front of the neck, poke that puck in through like you saw what happened with Morgan Frost. Do something. You gotta do something. You gotta change this up. You have to. Oh my god. Um, let's so uh I, I was excited about the second line. Um, I, I was really I want Steve Frosty, the, the youngster. Lining up with Cam Mickinson and Claude Giroux, two, two guys who are veteran guys who have a lot of experience, a lot of skill. I was really excited for that, and I, I did not see a lot from it. I really didn't. Cam had a couple of nice opportunities in this game. Uh, he got in a little scrum there in the end of the second period, but not much. And we again, we saw JVR on the top line. I do not need to see JVR on the top line. I just flat out do not need to see JVR on the top line. Um, you had uh, TK, Kevin Hayes, or sorry, Kevin Hayes centering TK and Scott Lawton on the third line. Your fourth line, you had Connor Bunyaman centering Zach McGowan and uh, Oscar Lindbaum. So they had Bunny playing center here as well. 
dude, at this point, I don't need to see JVR at, at uh at the at the at the first line. And Zach McGowan has played well enough where he deserves to at least get, give him a crack at it. Give him a crack at the as a, as a top six forward. Literally at this point, you just lost your seventh straight. The way this division is, it is going to be really tough to get back into it. Give Zach a chance. Just get to give the man a chance. He's done everything to deserve an opportunity to to uh, skate w- w- at, with the top six pairings there. And another thing too is let's, let's give Scott Lawton an opportunity on the power play as well. He, he's been he's actually been one of the more consistent players for this team and he deserves more to look on in that in that opportunity as well but man man oh man it is it is not not good not good uh looks here um justin braun a bad game i wanted to point that out as well keith yandel it's it, it's tough for the keith yandel keith yandel really did not i don't think he knew what he signed up for coming here to philadelphia but well, man, we were, we're we're expecting a lot from an older player like him, and you got Nick Sealer up top with Ivan Provorov, and that that second goal, you know, that that was a nice pass by our Tammy our Tammy Pernarin, but Nick Sealer got he got he took a little bit of a risk, a little bit of a gamble trying to test uh, Panarin, and Panarin made him pay with a nice pass to uh, to Fox um, or to, to to yeah, it was Fox or to Hunt. I'm sorry, to Hunt. Um, so let's get to uh, the press conference. Obviously, before this game, Tuesday, we had a press conference middle of the day from Chuck Fletcher, first time in the regular season, talking to the fans, talking to the media. Um, and it was very, very alarming what he was discussing. I think it's clear as day. Everyone can see it. This Flyers team is falling apart. Seven straight uh, losses. This team can't score a, a goal for the life of them. This power play especially can't score a goal for the life of them. We are leaving one of the best goaltenders in the game right now uh, out to dry. There's a lot of question marks, a lot of issues. Injuries as well has been a concern. And just hearing Chuck talk, like, it's bullshit. Like, it really, it just sounds like a bunch of BS. It's so hard to actually believe what he's speaking about because you just don't trust him. He, he he talks about he start off talking about the injuries, right? Which you know, Derek Broussard day to day. You got uh, Ryan Ellis, who's week to week, which is absolutely brutal. Uh, good news, Wade Allison um, actually got activated. From my understanding, he's going through a trial in Lehigh Valley, but if it comes up. That could be a spark this team could absolutely use. Speedy as he play, he played with such energy last year, and he created such a spark last year when the team was already dead. Uh, and I'm curious. I would love to see him up here. I really would love to see him up here. You know, either on that third or fourth line. But that energy, that spunk, can, it is probably something this team could absolutely use. Um, and obviously, Kevin Hayes came back here today, which was really good to see Kevin Hayes come back. And luckily, no setbacks. He did. He did play the entire game, so uh, we are good there. But you know, and then he talks about. Uh, I mean, obviously, look, the the media weren't gonna weren't gonna sugarcoat anything. You know, this team is not good right now. Um, and typically when the team looks the way they def- like the Flyers do right now, P- seats start getting a little warm. You know, people start getting fired and letting go of their job. Trades start happening. And he just, he has this like whole uh, uh, philosophy. He's up the season in 10 games. And he kept talking about the first 10 games of the season compared to the, to, to the, to the last 10 games of the season. And he felt like the first 10 games of the season was much better than the second 10 second 10 the second 10 games of the season what is that logic 
The fact of the matter is, look, the first 10 games you had a winning record. It wasn't perfect hockey. The shots on goal weren't the best. Power play was actually scoring goals, but not a lot. They were like, they're five for like 57 on the season on power plays. So power play in general this whole season is not bad. By the way, he also mentioned how the power plays is not good, right? He said the power plays lock confidence like the rest of the team. But then he goes to say that this Flyers power play has not been good since 2014. Chucky, you've been the GM since the 2019 season. You've now been in charge of three of those power plays, setting up the teams for three of those power plays. That's that's not an excuse. Just because the, this this team has not had a good power play since 2014, that's not an excuse for you. Like I, I did, the logic made absolute no sense to me. To me, it just sounds like Chuck has no answers. He's treading water, and he's too scared to do anything drastic. So obviously at this point, you know, Vigneault, uh, you know, I watched Vigneault behind the ice. My God, has he aged? This team is, is literally putting an end to his life. I bet you my man is not drinking just a martini at night. No, 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 no. My man is taking the whole third of Tito's and taking it to his face and then chugging that down with dirty water because this team is driving us all up a wall and especially Alain Vigneault. And I feel, I listen, I feel for Vigneault. I don't think he's a bad coach. I don't think he's got the talent. Again, obviously injuries are a concern, but this is the NHL. This is professional leagues. You got to perform, and you got to get guys to perform as well. So I don't know what this team does, and I don't know how Comcast feels either because we don't, we have, we don't even know who's, who's in charge of the team exactly. So we are fucked. We are flat out. Absolutely fucked. After that press conference yesterday, after a day of rest, you know, you keep the uh, talking about, you know, every day we're, we're, we're coming in early, staying in late, or watching all the tape, we're trying to fix the power play, we're trying to fix this team, yada, yada, yada. Is it? We we saw literally the same thing we saw, saw in the last six games that you lost, and then you lost another one in the same exact fashion. And you know what the funny part is? Is I feel like this team might catch some fire, might might go on a little bit of a run, but I think it's gonna be too late. I think because the way this division looks, it, it, there's no way. I just don't see how it can happen at this point. You got the right now. We got the Washington uh, Capitals, who currently right now are in uh, first place with 33 points. Then you got the Carolina Hurricanes with 31, who are tied with the New York Rangers, who you just lost to tonight with 31. Then you got the Penguins at 25, the Blue Jackets at 24, the Devils at uh, 22, your Philadelphia Flyers at 20. Islanders have been going through some bad luck this season. Uh, that's another team that could get hot, but I even like them better than us once they get healthy, once everything starts to get back to normal. It's bad. Bad. It's absolutely bad. I, I don't know what else to tell you. It, it, I, I'm, I'm, I'm losing hope. I'm honestly losing hope. My, my hope for the Flyers is like this much. That's all I'm giving them, like this much, all right? And make things worse. So, look, we got three days off. I don't know what you – you can make of that what you want. You know, can they can they fix things in three days? They could probably get healthier in three days. That's about it. Maybe we can get Wade Allison back. Maybe we can get Derek Broussard back, something different. But then you come back after three days, and you got to play against the Tampa Bay Lightning back at home. <laughs> That's this is what we had to deal with. 
And then you we have then you got uh, the day day later you got the Colorado Avalanche, and then you uh, have to go back up to North Jersey on the eighth to face off against the New Jersey Devils. So that's your next three. Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. And then the following Friday on the 10th of December, you got the Las Vegas Golden Knights out in Vegas. So, yeah, I'm sorry, but my hope for this team is really not that high, guys. I I don't know what I'll tell you. It's bad. It is absolutely bad. What's happening, guys? What I got to say? Kraken lost in a shootout. Who they lose to? Uh, the Flyers need to call up their youngsters and let them play. Oh, dude. Um, Peter, it's a little too early to 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 be talking like that. Um, the fact of the matter is, Peter, Chuck's plan going into the season was trying to get younger. He purposely wanted to get younger. He wanted to put a younger squad out there. Uh, I'm sorry. An old, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He wanted to get an older squad. He wanted some more veteran players. He felt like the youngsters in the team, it was too much. And they didn't have enough of the mental build, which is what you saw last year. And that's why he brought in a Keith Yandel, Cam Atkinson, uh, Rasmus Ursulane, and he wanted to go with veteran options for the team because he felt like he had a good team. Uh, it's it, it's just not working. It just it all together is not working. I mean, look, Ryan Ellis would be great in theory, right? I, he would really help his defense out. He really helped his team out. But the best ability is availability. And he's just not available right now, Peter. Uh, to the Red Wings. Okay. All right. This, it is what it is. Sounds like Sarian. And yo, Sarian, I guess. Simply because both both these guys don't have a lot to work with. So I guess that, that would be the only uh, similarities there. But uh, what's up, TikTok? What y'all got to say here? Uh, we got the trolls coming in. Trolls. Trolls uh, never fail here. We got someone saying fly. Oh, it's Jack. Jack's got the best takes out here, man. We got a bunch of football fans. Uh, what's up, this Flyers fan? But what is the meaning of this team? The meaning of this team is lost. Lost and afraid. That's, that is the theme. That is the title of this 2021 season. Lost and afraid. Uh, Jen, I'm sorry. We're, we right now it is uh, we're doing flyers time. So if you got hockey, you got flyers conversations, topics, questions, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll allow that right now. But for right now, we won't be doing any football talk. Uh, banana, go. I have to finish the Sixers game, so we're gonna hurry this up so I can finish watching the Sixers and we'll have that recap out bright and early tomorrow morning. Uh, Re Fearless, thank you so much for the follow. I appreciate that. Welcome to the family, man. Thank you. That's awesome. Uh okay, finally here we go. Ain't uh ain't to- Tono Pigeon. I'm sorry. This team needs coaching shake up. The system ain't working. Team needs to man up and score. Look, I don't look. I just said I don't think that Vigneault is a bad coach, but I think in this instance, instinct, this team needs to shake up. We have gone now two almost two and a half seasons with this team. Fletch Elingo. You went all in. It's not working, and I don't think it will work. And I think closer to trade deadline time, you might see some drastic moves happen with this team. It is what it is. What's up, uh, the pick American? What's going on, man? How you feeling? Uh, it feels like Flyers are getting in deep water. Dude, they are in seriously deep water. They're deep in it. They're, they're really deep in it. 
and I don't I don't know what uh, what the solution is here. I don't know how they can fix this, but something's got to give. I don't know if it will. And the problem is, is that we kind of saw this already. You know, this kind of feels like last season. Not as bad, obviously. Not as many goals. Carter Hart is obvi- is obviously a positive this season, where he was a negative last year. But the rest of the team, there's more negatives and positive throughout this team, unlike last year. So, as a lot, it's really concerning. It is really concerning, but we will see. Flyers back at it on Sunday. It's going to be a busy day in Philadelphia in the Philly Sports Triple Header again. Of course, we have an Eastern Conference final in Philadelphia as well as the Houston NYC of D. You got the Birds and the Jets. I'll be up in New Jersey for that one. And of course, you got the Flyers and the Lightning on that. So we'll try to get you guys those recaps on Sunday as well. But guys, thanks again for tuning on in. I know it's rough. I know it's tough, guys. But man, oh man, keep your head up because I definitely am and I'll definitely be watching on Sunday as well. We'll be back talking about the, this crazy crap as well. Uh, guys, real quick, if, you, if you're if you a first-time listener here, definitely make sure you guys hit that like button and subscribe. Join on into this family for all your Philly sports content. Make sure you guys check out DSM Media for all your sports needs from Philly sports. They got it all, some great shows, so definitely check out DSM Media for some more dope content as well. Ladies and gentlemen, I go by the name of El Parso Philly. We'll be back at it tomorrow morning for the Sixers. Until then, man, let's go Flyers. <laughs> let's go Flyers, guys. <laughs>